Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Wow. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my GF Carol. GF? My girlfriend. Who the frick says GF? Who says frick? Me. I do. Because I'd like these tapes to be for all ages. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've, <laughs> we've definitely talked a lot about all ages things, right? Like you taking naked pictures of yourself for kindergartners. Ew. Like that was two weeks ago or something. Ew. What are you talking about? You'll 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 see. I, I hope not. <laughs> anyway, how are you doing today, Carol? Well, I was good until you started talking about naked pictures for kindergartners. Now I'm a little skeeved out. Oh, no. You're supposed to say your thing. Hey, what's up? There you go. <laughs> was it like been forever since we've done this? Apparently. What's, what's going on? It is July 5th, 1996, and Carol, I think, part- t- t- took a little partaken, partooken? <laughs> A little too much in the celebrations yesterday for the 4th of July. So, and also, because it's July 5th, happy birthday, Heather. Happy birthday, Heather. Shout out to my homegirl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to your home slice. Right. I'll say, uh, I don't know. What, what should I say to Heather? Um... Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Heather. Hey, what's up? I was going to say something. I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. Making copies. <laughs> I can't think of it. What? I can't think of any. I was trying to think of some. Because you were talking about home slice and, and the home girl and stuff. I, was I didn't to, say home slice. You said home trying slice. trying to think of some hip slang that I could say. Okay. You know, people do the, the making copies. Sure. You know that guy? Sure. You know that guy in Saturday Night Live that's doing the making copies? Sure. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> sure? Unsure. <laughs> we're not I am talk- unsure. We're not talking about making copies. Unless God made a copy of Emily Valentine and placed her at a gas station for Brandon <laughs> to see. That was so weird. But we are talking about 90210. Oh, oh. <laughs> Have they ever used that in their marketing ever? <laughs> 90210. Oh, because <laughs> they definitely should. They should. Carol, <sighs> this is where you tell us what happened on 90210. <laughs> Are you sure about that? It is. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's where you pass out. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So. <laughs> looking... Did you enjoy the fireworks yesterday? <laughs> what fireworks? Right. <laughs> Were you able to see any? No. Uh, Carol looked in the mirror at one point and said, I'm blind. (laughs) That's not funny. She said, who's that Asian woman staring back at me? I said, you're squinting. Wow. That's just not right. Well, that's just what happened. (sighs) Okay. So Cindy is freaking the fuck out because she doesn't know where Brandon is. Right. And the adult Brandon is gone. I mean, like, seriously, Cindy. And like Brenda points out, you know, your son's 18 years old. 
Like, it's okay. He said he went camping by himself in Crystal Lake. <laughs> okay. He was looking for Stewie's dad. Right. Jason got to him. So, where he actually is is driving along like I don't know the- driving along in his automobile sure he's in California he's driving yes that's right 90210 <laughs> takes place in California but I mean he's correct I don't know where he was heading I don't think he knew where he was heading but like Mark mentioned he saw the doppelganger of Emily Valentine yeah. at the gas station the old Emily Valentine though bleach blonde hair right with the red beret and, in fact, it was just some other girl with a bigger nose that looked a little bit like her. <laughs> he runs up and tries to stop like, the car. Hey! By the hey. way, would you, if someone was screaming hey at you while you were pulling away from a gas station, do you think you'd stop? Well, here's the thing, okay, is I've learned my lesson. Because, no, initially, no, because on the freeway, someone was screaming hey, hey at me like that. And I hey, sped hey, up Saturday. because I was afraid. I was right. like, are you going to shoot me? What's going on? And they were flashing their high beams at you. Yeah. Yeah. But it was because I had a taillight out and they wanted to tell me. That seems almost reckless, though. <laughs> Just for a ta- one taillight out. <laughs> well, apparently they almost hit me. It's not like there was a gremlin uh, <laughs> hanging off the side of your car. Right. Hey, hey. Well, I mean, I think it just became like their mission. You know, it's like once I was like, fuck you guys, they were like, oh, no, we're going to tell this girl. It was a it was a Moby Dick situation. (laughs) So, no, I would run away for sure. How about you? I don't I don't think I'd stop. Yeah, it seems. I mean, it was broad daylight, but yeah. So he said she stops at night. It would be scarier. Yeah. But there were other people there, and it was broad daylight, so maybe I'd stop. I don't know. Maybe I, I'd think, like, oh, I left my card or something. I mean, I'm so antisocial that when I was picking my niece up the other day from this, like, playground thing at her school, mm-hmm. um, we're walking, and I hear a lady saying, hey, hey, wait, excuse me. And I just kept going because What's, I what? thought it's probably not me, and if it is, I don't really want to talk to her. Were the taillights on your jeans out? <laughs> and then she's like, I have asthma. I can't run that fast. <laughs> you were trying to murder a person? So I turned around. She's like, thank you. Because <laughs> she forgot. <laughs> she forgot her toy. The lady was chasing Oh, my God. With the toy. That's what I'm saying. Every time somebody's trying to get my attention and I'm like, fuck right. you, it's always something important. So. You 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 choose flight when it comes to <laughs> fight or flight. Right. Or there's always the freeze, the little talked about freeze. Yeah. Mr. Freeze, the <laughs> Batman villain. Uh, so, Laura. What? <laughs> my- what in the fuck? Mr. Freeze, you know. Laura. My heart is cold, but my emotions are fiery hot. Sure. It's from Batman the Animated Series. Anyway, so he stops her. She turns around. It's not Emily Valentine. No, but she wishes she was Emily Valentine. He was like, oh, I thought you were something else. And she goes, oh, I thought I was about to get lucky. What the fuck? And then she looked at him like he was a tasty treat. Yeah, it was it was weird. He was not a tasty treat, lady. And uh, Jason Priestley gives his best, like, sheepish smile. He does, that look he does so well. Yeah, that's what makes all the ladies melt. They make him, they make him do that all the time, that little sheepish, 
embarrassed smile. Like, he's like, I kind of know I'm hot, but I'm trying to act like I don't know I'm hot, and it's right. just embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. I'm just the nicest guy in the world. I couldn't even think about that myself in that way. <laughs> I don't ever get naked. <laughs> so he starts thinking about Emily Valentine. So apparently, off screen, he looks up her phone number and well, looks up her in the year in the yearbook in the <laughs> in the phone book. He looks the up yellow his, pages. He looks up his parents' address. White pages. White pages. Yeah, not the yellow pages. <laughs> They're not a business, right? Yeah, they have a business uh, selling out their daughter. Anyway, so <laughs> they, wow, how your fingernails doing? <laughs> I can't get it off. Yeah, well, you're barely paying attention I to what I'm saying. I am paying attention. I just, I'm, I have this stuff on my fingernails and it won't come off. Okay, so maybe stop. <laughs> Why would I want to do that? Anyway, so he looks there and they're in Marin County, California. Which you mentioned is the California, is the California. It's the is California the <laughs> equivalent of a, of a county in California. The San Francisco County. Yes, it's the San Francisco Bay Area, although not where the Oakland Athletics play because that's in Alameda County. But okay, on the way there, he stops at a campsite. Yeah, there's people with with RVs and, and stuff there, and he's got a tent and a sleeping bag. Yeah, I mean, I guess that was his whole point was he was going camping. Right, he really literally was going camping. He had to get out of town after. His favorite professor's wife uh, is sexually harassing him, and the basketball player that he's tutoring is trying to blackmail him. And then he gets sexually harassed at the gas station. Hmm. Yeah. Poor Brandon. Can't go anywhere. Right. Yeah, you can't take his dick anywhere. Gotta cover those dimples. <laughs> so, he talks to a single father who's... Uh, he wasn't a single father. Oh, I thought his wife was dead. No, what the fuck? Where are you getting this shit from? I, I never saw the wife. She was there. He had two daughters. No, he had a daughter and a son. Oh, really? And a wife. That other kid was a boy? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I thought it was two daughters. Did we watch two different episodes? Uh, Apparently. Kid. Like, I want to go back and watch the scene again to make sure. But At one point, Brandon wistfully looks out into the countryside, and I could just imagine him, like, marking the place where he buried all his ex-girlfriends. Right? <laughs> But yeah, he's like, I'm heading up to Murrin County. Yeah, Murrin. Marin. Marin County. Whatever. Marin County. Morin. Like Corin. Sure, yeah. <laughs> or like Dorin. For just making things up. But no, Corin is a name. Whose name is whose name is Corin? I have a friend named Corin. She was my pen pal in kindergarten. Okay, Corin, but not Corin. Same thing. It's not, Mar oh, I guess it is kind of Marin. Yeah, okay, all right, whatever. <laughs> anyway. I know, I know a girl named Kareen. What do you think of that name? Mm, sounds like Kareem Jabul Abar. What? <laughs> sounds like you have marbles in your mouth. <laughs> Kareem Abdul Jabbar. That's it. That's what it sounds like. One of the greatest basketball players of all time. Yes. Sure. The all-time points leader. If I cared. You cared enough to say his name. I know his name, so that means he must be really famous. He was one of the best basketball players ever. Huh? But anyway, her name was Corrine. Corrine Dees. 
D's nuts. I was thinking the same thing. You know what's funny is the entire time in high school, or am I still in high school? We don't know. But the entire time that I was friends with Corrine, 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 no, it's Corrine. Uh, <laughs> what's that word salad uh, disease? Uh, that's like when you've had a stroke. Yeah, well, that's what's going on right now. Okay. No, um, the entire time we were there, and no one ever, I no, no, not even just me, no one ever thought to make that joke. And hmm. her last name really was is D's. I just said her full name on our tape. Hey, shout out. Hi, Corrine, if you listen to this. It's not her birthday. What the hell, Mark? Get it together. It might be. I don't know. I have no idea when her birthday is. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so go on. She went to okay. Marin County. So, yeah. So he stops and goes camping, and then he keeps driving until he's in Marin County, which... Is not San Francisco where he went is not San Francisco. It's like more in the boonies than the fucking campsite. What are you talking about? That house he went to, that was like country. <laughs> that was not that was not like a San Francisco suburb. It, it might, yeah, it was a suburb of San Francisco. No. For sure. No. Yes. That wasn't what what makes you think it was the boonies? Because there Just was like cows wandering around in a it pasture. It looked like a fucking log cabin. What? <laughs> This house. Did we watch the same episode? A tiny wooden house. It was a regular looking house. A tiny. What are you talking about? Maybe it just looks. Do the Keebler elves live there? A tiny wooden house. Maybe it just looks small compared to all those Beverly Hills mansions. All of a sudden, Brandon's shoes were expertly cobbled. (laughs) Right? Anyways, it did not look like he was in San Francisco. Okay? San Francisco is more in Northern California. And Northern California is more woodsy than Southern California. It's less industrialized hmm. outside of the city of the, the major cities. When you've gone to California, hmm? where have you gone? I've gone all over. I've gone to Sacramento, San Francisco. I've been to Oakland. I've been to San Jose. I've been to San Diego, Los Angeles. Wow. Hmm? Wow. All up and down the coast. Hmm. I one time I went to uh, to Los Angeles and I drove up the PCH, the Pacific Coast Highway, and just that goes all the way to I think it goes all the way to Washington. That sounds so fun. I want to do that. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun because it, it literally it literally goes right along the coast of the Pacific Ocean. Like you look to your left if you're going north, mm. and the Pacific Ocean follows you the entire. Or you follow the Pacific Ocean the entire way. Except you're up high, aren't you? Looking down at the ocean? No, it's not. It's not super elevated. Okay, because that would freak me out. No, I mean some parts of the PCH go through more mountainous, eight you know ranges and stuff, but most of it no is not not super elevated. So he's having a nice drive. Yeah, to San Francisco ish. He tells tells this guy the single father that has. It's a wife, not a single father. All about, all about Emily Valentine. He basically like recaps last time on nine oh two and oh Emily Valentine was gonna burn down a float in my yard. <laughs> yeah, I completely forgot about that until they brought it up too. But um yeah. He goes there, she does not live in this house anymore. No. The parents moved to Athens and he's like, Oh, that's across the bay, right? <laughs> and they're like, uh oh, it's in Greece, Greece. <laughs> Dick. I mean they could have been talking about Athens, Georgia, but 
They could have been talking about Athens anywhere, but no, they're talking about Greece. Well, Greece and Georgia are the only two famous Athens I know. Okay. I don't know if there's any other Athens. I didn't know there was more than one Athens. I'm, I'm just sure saying. I'm sure there's one, a more than one Athens. But He seemed to know of an Athens that was across the bay. I think that was wishful thinking. I don't think there actually is an Athens across <laughs> the bay from San Francisco. So then he's like, well, I guess I'll just bum around San Francisco for a day because then I'm going to go home and eat turkey because I told my mom on the phone when I finally called that I was going to be home for turkey. And she was so excited. So happy. And he says, yeah, well, we brought this camera crew all the way to San Francisco. I might as well, <laughs> might as well get on a cable car that has the San Francisco treat on the side. I want to know where the hell his car is. OK, like this is a major big city and he's just riding around on a cable car. Yeah, riding around on a cable car. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good question. Where did he park it? It seems weird. He parked at a Coit Tower. I mean, if I drove to San Francisco, I would continue to drive yeah. in San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco's not like Los Angeles. It's not... Uh, there's traffic, obviously, like in any major city, but it's not insane traffic like in L.A. So he sits down on the cable car, and of course... In true fucking soap opera fashion. Right behind him. There's Emily Valentine. And she's no longer a punk rocker. No, she is not. She looks like, uh, she looks like beat poetry Emily Valentine. Yeah, yeah, she looks like she should be snapping in the Mm -hmm. coffee house. Yeah, because her her hair is muted colors now. She's wearing a... brown. She's wearing a... Yeah, that's a muted color. She's wearing a black... Says who? It's not a bright, vibrant color. Her hair is not a vibrant color. Why does this have to be a debate? Because I have brown hair. You have red hair. Well, naturally, I have brown hair. And brown hair is beautiful. Don't don't shame the brown hair. Did I say it wasn't beautiful? Muted? How does muted not... So there's vibrant (laughs) light color. Vibrant is beautiful. And what? (laughs) Why? Because it is. But if somebody had bright blue hair, I might not think that's beautiful. Would you think it's vibrant? Yeah. So I would never call something vibrant unless I also thought it was beautiful. Wow. So that guy that you called vibrant? <laughs> what? Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, freak. Uh, anyway, so I don't even know where I was. But anyway, her You were hair, talking about her hair. Her hair's muted. Her hair is not as bright as it used to be. And it's long. And she's wearing a beret, wearing but it's a, a different color. And she's wearing like a dark turtleneck. And a long coat. Yeah. She looks... Sophisticated. She does. And she's got her own apartment, maybe? Maybe. That's what she says. <laughs> Apparently, Brandon walks into a sitcom, too. Right. Because they come in, he, they go into the apartment, she's like, oh, I've been here since my parents moved and everything. And Five months like, ago. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this is great. Living on your own is awesome. And they start kissing. She puts on tea for him. And then just somebody, a, a wacky neighbor just walks in well, she to did, deliver sitcom one-liners. She did knock, but didn't wait for anyone to say anything and just let herself in. And she's like, hi, Emily. Yeah, Emily's always right. You know, like she's, she really did. She was, she was out of a different television show. <laughs> right. I don't know what the fuck this woman was doing, but. It was bizarre. And then Emily's got some kind of secret. Yeah, that they talk about. The only reason this character exists is so that Emily can talk to somebody else behind Brandon's back. Right. Because 
she's like, oh, what, you know, oh, this is trouble for you. He's such a nice guy. He's so sweet. And, and he's come and, and, you you know, you're leaving. You still got to go. Are you going to tell him? And I don't get it. Like, I don't, like you said, he has a life in Los Angeles. It's not like he was like, oh, I'm moving to, to San Francisco. Yeah. Like, what is it? Like, wherever she's going, it's ending in a couple days anyway. Right. I mean, unless she's going to, I don't know, murder a string of men or something. Or she's moving to Beverly Hills. That would be funny. She's going to California University. But then why would she be like, I don't want to tell him? Hmm. Wouldn't that be happy news? Yeah. Oh, and then her neighbor's all like, where did he sleep last night? Oh, yeah. Like, she's all like, did you get any, basically? Like, what the fuck? She's always in this apartment, too. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird situation. Carol's theory was that Emily is on like vacation or whatever i guess on break from, oh from the mental hospital men- i mean the mental hospital yeah i mean and I this is really joking. the other woman's apartment but, because before she could say anything she's like oh that's my neighbor yeah maybe it's her nurse <laughs> <laughs> oh we shall see but yeah. brandon's not sleeping with her for whatever reason like they slept together before right yes so I'm sorry. You've already slept together. Sleep together more. Like, why would you not I don't know. sleep in the same bed? You really like when people have sex, don't you? I do. It makes me happy. <laughs> He's talking to the, he was talking to the, the guy at the, the, whatever, the RV park or the campground, mm-hmm. wherever he was. And he was like, oh yeah, you know, I really, uh, I really liked this girl. We really clicked. It was, everything and I was thinking, like, yeah, I wanted Brandon to be like, yeah, she drugged me and then took advantage of me. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, they had a weird relationship, and then she stalked him. She brought those those uh, those prop kids right on Halloween, wasn't that her? Yeah, and um, and he was joking about like to the guy or to her to her. Uh, yeah, you sat you sat in my yard with your lighter, going fire, mm-hmm. fire, fire. Right. Like Beavis and Butthead, and style. she just and she just laughed, like that would be embarrassing. Yeah, <clears throat> but that's kind of how it ends. They have they have they, for the, I mean not the episode, but that's how his storyline ends. Yeah, they have San they have San Francisco together. They have Thanksgiving dinner together. She yeah, he blows the, off his mom. Dick. She, <laughs> Sorry, she she burns the turkey, and. Uh, you know, because she's a pyromaniac, I guess. <laughs> right. And they go out for delicious San Francisco pizza with broccoli on it. Ew. Yeah, I've heard rumors that San Francisco has really bad pizza. It's not good. I wonder why. Like, how do you fuck up pizza? All of California's pizza is not good. No offense, California, but your pizza sucks. Huh. There are three cities in the in the world. Well, the three cities in this country. Because okay. I'm going to discount Italy, obviously. Right. But there are three cities in this country that have good pizza, like like excellent pizza. And if you're from one of those three cities, any pizza in any other part of the world, any other part of the country, sucks. Can can I can I guess? Yes, go ahead. I just want to see if we're on the same page. New York. Correct. Chicago. Yes. Detroit. That's correct. Yes. Those are the three styles of pizza. <laughs> Those are the three best cities for the best pizza. And guess what? We're from Detroit, so we get the best pizza. <laughs> yeah. And they're all different. New York-style pizza is, is very different from Detroit-style pizza. is very different from Chicago-style pizza. Although, honestly, Detroit-style is my least favorite of the three. 
Oh, I think I, I like Chicago's maybe my favorite. I really like Chicago style pizza, but I think Detroit style is my second favorite. I mean, New York pizza is great. You know, obviously New York, you love your slice, <laughs> but it's uh, it, besides the fact that it's just like extra wide slice that you know you fold over and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, Sabaro. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, don't tell a New Yorker that Sabaro is New York style pizza, but yeah. That's what I love, though. I love getting Sabaro pizza and folding it over, eating it. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's more New York style. Yeah. But Chicago is my favorite, too, because it's the deep dish. You get all the toppings, you know, so much cheese inside of it. Yeah, well, Detroit's is deep dish. I mean, Chicago's deep dish, too. De- Ch- Chicago's deep dish is a little different than the way Detroit does deep dish. But basically, the way Detroit does deep dish pizza is you line the entire pan with butter. And then you put the pizza dough in there, and it basically, like, boils, fries, in the butter mm-hmm. while it cooks. And I think it makes the... Super unhealthy. But I think, right. it, I think it makes the, the crust just super buttery and delicious. Yeah, okay, that's deep dish pizza, but Chicago's, it's like pie. It's it's deeper. Yeah, but they don't do the buttery stuff. Like, their no. their crust doesn't get like that. But it's uh yeah, it's it's more of like a like a loaf of pizza. It's like a pizza quiche. Yes. Yeah, that's a good that's a good way to put it. Well this has been pizza talk. <laughs> we're gonna start making, you know, tapes exclusive to uh different foods. Yeah, we're just going to uh <laughs> next is tacos. Who has the best tacos? Uh Yokiro Taco Bell. You know, uh um I think Austin. Austin's pretty famous for its breakfast burritos. Hmm. Apparently they have some really delicious breakfast burritos there. I only had one breakfast burrito that I thought was amazing. Yeah. And that was in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Las Vegas has got really good Mexican food, too. Yeah, and I have no idea where it came from. Las Vegas. <laughs> you just said. It just magically landed on my... Uh, <laughs> On my desk. Every time, every time you, every time uh, someone goes to to Las Vegas, they they get a, just out of the sky. <laughs> the city gifts it to you. Welcome to Vegas. The best thing I ever ate, and I could never find it again. You know what else they have uh, good too is sushi and like uh, like lobster rolls and stuff like that. Ooh. Anyway, we're not hungry or anything yet. We've been on a diet for a while, guys. <laughs> <laughs> In case you're wondering. But he's lost twenty pounds. Yeah, go Mark. Go you. You. I lost eleven. You've, you've you've done well as well. Anyway, so uh, on with the show. Other things happened this episode because it's Thanksgiving yes. at the Walsh's. <clears throat> Something amazing happens actually. Oh yeah, we get to see Rayanne yeah, from my right. so-called life. That's right, and. Carol pointed out, Carol was like, oh, this is before My So-Called Life. And I was like, oh, yeah, it is. Because sometimes when we're watching this, I forget these, because the, the, we're watching the, the VHS tapes. Sometimes I forget that this is like, I think we're two years behind now. Right. I think it's two years behind. Maybe maybe only half, one. Two and a half. No, it's more than one. Uh-huh. I think like two and a half, maybe. Like we're between two and three years, I think, behind. But yeah, so sometimes I forget that. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was probably just before my so-called life. The other time about how, you know, she's 15 years old and that lines right up, too. Yeah, that's right. And John Sears, uh, Ugh. John Sears thinks that the, if there's grass on the field, he can play ball. You know, 
They were trying to make Steve Sanders like a douche, and then they gave up. Oh yeah, they, they found their new douche. Yeah. yeah, they're piling it on right there, Steve. Sa- oh, not uh, John Sears. John Sears, heir <clears throat> to the Sears fortune. So they're. This at- is not the softer side of Sears. I'll no. Tell you that. They're at this, like, home for troubled teenage girls. Yeah, teenage runaways and pregnant teenagers. Can I ask whose brilliant idea it is to invite a fraternity over (laughs) to a home for troubled teenage girls? Here's a bunch of girls that, uh, you know, have daddy issues that have run away from home. Right. Here's some 18-year-old men. (laughs) Have fun, kids. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, they... So, they... There's, it's, I think it's called Downey House or something like that is what they call it. Yeah. But it's basically, it's a, a center for wayward, wayward women and pregnant women, battered, abused women to come and live and have a shelter, you know, have, have people take care of them. And there are professionals that work here. Mm-hmm. I assume social workers, you know, things like that. And the sorority and the fraternity volunteer uh, for Thanksgiving dinner once a year. So they volunteer to help pass out food and, and basically just help her out as like part of their community service. Because I think every fraternity and every sorority tries to do some community service program. So it's, like, yeah. it's a big part of it, I think. Which, you know, fine, but I think they should have kept it with the sorority, not not the right. fraternity. Not the predators? Yeah. <laughs> and like they were talking about how John uh, spent all last year in the kitchen with some blonde chick. And he's like, and I spent the rest of the night in the van with her. And they were like, how old was she? And he goes, old enough, if you know what I mean. And Steve, becoming the like a gentleman all right. of a sudden. He's like, yeah, we all know what you mean, John. Piece of shit. <laughs> he's like, uh, pledges only speak when they're spoken to, Steve. Yeah. Now Steve is the, the victim. So in order to in order to make Steve likable, like to fully transform him from <laughs> the douchebag into likableness, they had to find an arch villain right. to put against him. I mean, John Sears is basically the devil incarnate. Right. Which is so weird because he started out seeming so nice. Yeah, well, we got charmed right along with Kelly. Although, I mean, like I had that kind of skeevy feeling like something was off. Yeah. Did you? Not really, but I mean, you know, you're a dude. Yeah, he looks kind of like like he could have like he could be Superman in the movies. <laughs> like he has that the dark hair, the the muted hair, mm-hmm. the, <laughs> and he's you know he's like he's well built. He has a good proportion to him and stuff. Wasn't that one dude's name Marco that Brenda dated in Paris? Polo. Oh, um. Yeah, I don't remember his Whatever name. Whatever the fuck his name was, he he looks like that too. Yeah. Same same kind of guy. I mean they're practically that, the same dude. Was that Was that Dean Kane? Yeah. Okay, so he is Superman. Yes. Yeah. I mean, not at the time, but later. He's another one where like, you know, a year later or whatever he became Superman. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah. He's a nice looking guy. And unfortunately he's charming. Yeah, they made him into a snake. But he should be castrated. Yeah, trying to have sex with a 15-year-old. So Steve sees it, and the thing is, though, is Steve doesn't like it, but he's not going to do anything to stop it until Kelly and Donna are like, hey, what the fuck is he doing with that 15-year-old? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, go stop him. Go out there and make sure he doesn't do anything. And he's like, what am I supposed to do? And they're like, I figure it out. So <laughs> he goes and talks to the, the president, the new president of the fraternity. Because I guess John was the president, but they they had a 
new election or whatever. I don't know. But he, uh, he's so Steve whispers to the president and they come up with some scheme where it's like, John, you got to go get this plaque right away. And he's like, you go do it, Sanders. That's what pledges are for. Like he's, he's like, just constantly trying to be a dick to Steve now. Yeah. Well, he's and he, <clears throat> Steve had answers for everything. He's like, oh, he told he told me it's in his room, and he doesn't want pledges going through his stuff. Yeah. So he goes to get it, and when he gets back, they're giving it out because it wasn't there. Right. Like, thanks for the wild goose chase. Yeah, he's pissed, and then and then and then John says something. Steve, were you were you involved in this? He's like, yeah. <laughs> asshole he calls him sir though yeah but in a very sarcastic way yeah it was it was pretty cool but um so yeah. steve, steve stepped up you were like i don't know why kelly and donna don't go out there they can they have eyes they can you know take care of things like because they're fucking girls and uh john's like a douche so yeah. you know this is a man's job okay i mean i i well i'm saying they could have all gone out together is what i'm saying yeah, I guess. But Rayanne, you know, does not get raped. We don't know what her name is, but yeah. She, um, what did she say? Like, her parents were drug addicts or something? I something don't remember. like that, I don't know. But it's like every girl there has some story. John's John's lines were, like, straight out of a fucking after-school special or something. Oh, my God. And, like, only a 15-year-old girl would believe them. Yeah. Like, He's like, you're oh. so mature. Yeah. You're so much more soulful and mature than the college girls that I'm used to talking to. <laughs> Just make her feel as special as possible. Yeah, but it's like, you know, you're not special. You're not a fucking special snowflake. No guy is going to think that you're special after 20 minutes. And any guy who tries to make you think that he does only wants in your pants. That's like a demotivational speech right there. <laughs> but you're not special. <laughs> you are nothing don't believe what they say it just makes me mad i agree like young girls are so vulnerable to that shit young girl get out of my mind <laughs> okay. you know that song yes yeah, uh jay and the americans yeah anyway that's who sang that song um what else is going on in this episode? The Walshes oh, are having man. Thanksgiving at their house, yeah. and Brandon's not coming. Right. That's the... So, well, Brandon might be coming. We don't know. We no, don't. but we do know. No, we already know. No, we left We left him and Emily before we... Oh, jeez. Before we found that out. Cindy wants to invite more people because Brandon's not going to be there. Right. She's, like, trying to make up for his absence, so... And everyone wants to go to the Walsh's house. Yeah. Apparently, Cindy puts crack cocaine in her uh, <laughs> in her turkey or something. So, Kelly invites Dylan to have Thanksgiving dinner with her and Jackie and Aaron. Yeah, and he's like, nah. He said, "I'm I'm doing the same thing I do every year, Kelly. I'm going to Baja for Thanksgiving. The waves are calling. I don't do the turkey thing. It makes me sleepy. Fuck traditional family values," he says. So she's like, "Okay, fine, whatever," and then. Brenda invites Dylan to Thanksgiving dinner. Mm -hmm. And she says, oh, you say you're going to go to Baja every year and you always wind up at our house. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you're right. I'll be there. Like, what the fuck, Dylan? <laughs> Carol's reactions to the scene were hilarious. She's like, ooh, <laughs> oof. <laughs> so, okay, so he's going. And then Brenda calls up Kelly. 
Well, yeah, and says that her mom wants to invite more people. Why don't you come over here for Thanksgiving? And she invites David, who was supposed to go to Mel's to have Thanksgiving dinner because Mel's new girlfriend was making a turkey for the first for the time. the first time, yeah. And he's like, thank God I don't have to do that bullshit. Right. So who else went? Did Donna? Or she? Yeah. Yeah, because Donna was going to her... No, Donna was going to her family's in Houston. Oh, yeah, that's right. Donna so Donna was not there. No. But Dylan and Kelly... And Andrea wasn't there either. Yeah. Dylan, Kelly, and uh, Kelly's mom and little sister and David yep. were all at the Walsh's. Correct. And when Kelly sees Dylan, holy oh, shit. Oh, she's so pissed. And Dylan acts like, mm, kind of a, it's no big deal. Ugh. Do you think he actually thinks that it's no big deal? Uh, I think his point of view is, look, you broke my heart. Because you said you wanted to see other people. And we're not together. So what do I... I don't owe you anything. True. Like, I think that's kind of what his point of view is. But he should also be understanding in the fact that, like, it hurts to get rejected like that. Yeah. And then to go to Brenda's house. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing, she didn't even want to ask him. And Donna's all like, oh, you know, you never know unless you ask. Now she knows. Oh, because she didn't want to get hurt. Yeah. I'm starting to think that they don't ever get back together. No, I don't think they do. That they just have that one conversation where it's like, we're done for good. Like, it's never going to happen kind of thing. Yeah, that, that makes more sense. That's that's <clears throat> my thinking about it. So, and and Brenda fucking oh looks God. so like the cat that ate the canary. Absolutely. Because he calls Kelly out of the dining room because she's being... God, even it was Cindy who says, I think it's a little chillier in here than last year or something like that. And he's like, Kelly, let me see you out here. Right. And you can clearly hear them. And he's like, she's like, I invited you to have Thanksgiving dinner with my family. And he's like, I like Cindy's turkey better or something right. like that. And like, Brent is just like, hell yeah, he likes Cindy's turkey better. Right. <laughs> it's like, how oh, Jackie, that hurts. She likes my pussy better. <laughs> She really did look very pleased. They're they're totally getting back together. I think so. Well, we'll see. Uh, anyway, so then the last storyline is Andrea going to Dave, oh, yeah. Dave Rubin's parents for uh, for Thanksgiving. She is back and forth the whole episode about whether or not she even wants to go. Yeah, she's like, I don't know if I even like him anymore, and it's yeah, she's she's very. Wishy-washy on him. She should just break up with him. Well, apparently she's going to pretty soon. Right. So she goes to this Thanksgiving dinner, and it's really, like, formal, and there's a ton of people. Yeah. And it's being catered, and across the room, who do we see serving drinks? Yeah. But her baby daddy. Soon-to-be baby daddy. Jesse, I believe his name is. Yes. And you seemed like you were pretty impressed by him. Well, he was, like... He was very flirty with her, and then when he found out uh, that she had a boyfriend, he was kind of like, he backed off a little bit. But then, he, he was like, you know, uh, I think you are you have the most beautiful, two of the most beautiful eyes in the world. It's so, it's so yeah. weird, like like he's met people with five eyes or something. Like <laughs> but you have two of the most beautiful eyes in the world, and I'd really like to see him again. And her response is... Uh, she gives him her address. California University, M- M- Marin Hall, yeah, I want to say. Marin County Hall. Right, right. 
And then, like, room her room. 1401 or whatever. 417. I'm almost sure that's what wow. it was. Wow. So, yeah. Um, I think that's more of, like, a sex invitation than a take-me-on-a-date invitation. Don't you? Because, like, yeah. you would give him your phone number yeah, like, that's to you call said. you and ask you out. Yeah, that's what Carol said. She's like, ever heard of giving someone your phone number? But giving her address, it's like, come fuck me. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, and I I think that's what's going to happen. Because, okay, it wasn't her first time, but I think it's their first time that she gets pregnant. Okay. And maybe she's even going to cheat. Ooh. And then and, she gets pregnant. And then she won't know who the baby daddy is right away, maybe. Oh, oh that would wow. be something. Wow. Maybe that's what happens. We we'll don't know. see. It's like four episodes away. So. <laughs> Four episodes away until she's fully pregnant. Somehow. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't get exactly how this season progresses, but she should just break up with this other dude, though. Yeah, she's not. Obviously, she doesn't like him anymore. Even yeah, like congratulations, you lost your virginity. You did it with a professor or assistant professor or whatever. <laughs> did it with a professional. He was a professional fuckboy. <laughs> but time to move on. Yeah. <laughs> Time to move on to that, uh, I don't know, mocha? Mocha sugar? What would sure. You, what would you call him? I don't know. He's, he's mocha-y. Sure. You seem very uncomfortable with this conversation. <laughs> it sounds like you're trying to say sexual chocolate. I don't like that. <laughs> you don't like uh, coming to America? <laughs> sexual chocolate. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving, even though it's 4th yeah. of July. Happy 4th of July slash Thanksgiving. <laughs> the two most American holidays ever. Right? Yeah. Hey. What a coinkeating. Right? All right, but that is the episode for this week. Carol, why don't you tell the people all the celebrations they can do? Uh, write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Celebrate us. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Celebrate you. <laughs> And tell your friends. Celebrate togetherness with your friends. Share like you're the pilgrims and the Indians. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.